Hello, welcome to another episode of the Chris Wheatley Show, National World's brand new weekly podcast that aims to keep you in the know on all things Premier League. I'm your host, Jason Jones, and I'm joined as always by Chris Wheatley. We'll be discussing all sorts of things as the season progresses, but this week we'll be taking a closer look at a dramatic weekend in the title race, as well as putting your questions to Chris as well. So without further ado, Chris, always a pleasure to see you, mate. We've got plenty to get through today. It was a really dramatic weekend in the Premier League, wasn't it? A, a sort of prim, uh, a weekend rather that lurched back and forth uh, at the top of the table. We'll start with Arsenal against Aston Villa. Obviously, Mikel Arteta's side went behind twice in that game before winning it late on in, in the most uh, dramatic of circumstances. I mean, just sort of give us a bit of a, a rundown on that match, if you would. Yeah, I mean, it was too... Uh... Managers with Arsenal connections, of course, Mikel Arteta, the current manager, and Unai Emery, former Arsenal manager who replaced Arsene Wenger, didn't he, all those years ago? Well, it seems like a long time ago, but it wasn't that long ago. Um, I just thought the game itself was end-to-end, really good watch, entertaining. Um, And the way Arsenal won it in the end, maybe a bit fortuitous with the goal uh, from Jorginho, which actually went in off the back of Emi Martinez's head. Um, again, another player with a, an Arsenal connection. He only left the club a couple of years ago. Um, and I just feel that the game itself was a, a really good spectacle and a great advert for, for the Premier League. But in terms of what it means for Arsenal now, um, for me, that's a title-defining game. I think to, to score two stoppage time goals against a very good Villa side. I think Villa, maybe their results haven't been um, particularly good of late, but I think Unai Emery's come in. He's done a great job and he's a fantastic coach as well. Make no mistake about it. Didn't work out at Arsenal, but in Europe, uh, Villarreal, he's really achieved a lot. Um, But yeah, for Arsenal, huge win, massive. And I I really do think it's a a title-defining match for them. It's interesting there that you talk about the sort of fortuitous nature of, of uh, I was going to say Jorginho's goal, I guess it technically goes down as a Martinez own goal, doesn't it? And obviously we then know Martinelli streaking away at the end to, to tap into an empty net as well to sort of make that result uh, all the more emphatic. But it has to be said that if you're going to go all the way in the title race um, and it looks increasingly likely, you know, that Arsenal could do it, you know, I still think there's a, a certain element of disbelief among some supporters, but you know they're going to be there right until the end. I think it's fair to say that whichever way it ultimately goes, you're going to need the odd stroke of luck here and there. And you know we've seen it time and time again across several seasons now that the teams at the very very top they find ways to win, and if that means occasionally relying on the odd piece of luck here and there, then then so be it. But the thing that really struck me, you know, watching the game on on, on Saturday lunchtime was was the grit that Arsenal showed. You know, there was almost a, a refusal to, to drop points in that game. And it's something that, you know, maybe we haven't seen too often from Arsenal in seasons go by. And, and you know, at least from an outside perspective, it, it feels as if it's maybe something that Mikel Arteta has, has really changed about this squad. He absolutely has. I think when you look at the amount of uh, fines he's had from the, the Premier League this season as well, uh, whether you agree with his behaviour at times or not on the touchline, he really does care about the club and he is passionate and he fights to the end. And that's what his team, as you just mentioned, Jace, show on the pitch. I don't think Arsenal are going to get a better chance to win the Premier League than they will this season. When you look at the other teams who are competing, Manchester City, they've been up and down this season. 
And of course, we'll we talk about their results shortly um, against Nottingham Forest. But I think you look at Chelsea, they've spent half a billion pounds in the transfer window. Just incredible, really. They're going to be um, there or thereabouts in the next couple of seasons. Liverpool, again, um, probably need uh, to spend a lot of money in the transfer window. But I think once their takeover is, is sorted, same as Man United, they're going to be back there as well. I think when you take all of that into consideration, Arsenal have such a good chance this season to win the Premier League title and they might not get um, this kind of chance for, for at least a few years to come. So, yeah, I think you're right about that grit, but I think in terms of the way the, the league has gone this season, they're not going to get a better chance than this. So they, they really do need to take advantage of it. Obviously, you just touched on Manchester City there. They went into the weekend ahead of Arsenal in the table after that result in midweek uh, you know, against the Gunners. And it would have been a very brave man who betted against them, leapfrogging Mikel Arteta's side again later on on Saturday afternoon when they were playing Nottingham Forest. And for much of that game, you know, I mean, kudos to Forest, by the way, because I thought they defended fantastically. But it really looked as if they were going to wrap up the three points, you know, in, in relatively comfortable fashion. Obviously, Chris Wood then gets the equaliser late on for Forest and, and, and City dropped the points and you know, now Arsenal are back at the top of the table as they were, you know, this time last week and, and you know, whatever. But it's it, it's one of those where you look at it with City and are you almost surprised by how often we're talking about them dropping points? Because they're such a good team and if anything, they've strengthened by bringing in Ireland Haaland. And yet it seems as if this is happening on, on a sort of semi-regular basis. Absolutely. I mean, we've talked in, in previous shows about their kind of complacency at times this season. In certain games, they've just looked like they've kind of taken their foot off the gas. Um, against Forest, of course, they had lots of chances. Early in Haaland really missed a, an unbelievable chance, but perhaps you can forgive him because he's, he's scored so many goals this season. Um, but there was still, for me, that element of complacency from City. Uh, but you have to give credit to Nottingham Forest. The, the game plan from Steve Cooper really did work. I thought they were fantastic and they scored probably the best goal of the day. <clears throat> Excuse me. Bernardo Silva's goal was great, but that team goal from Nottingham Forest where I think pretty much every player got a touch of the ball um, and then eventually uh, Brennan Johnson, Morgan Gibbs-White combined uh, to find Chris Wood fantastic goal and I think Forrest deserve a lot of credit for, for getting a point from that game but for Manchester City um, they will see it as a game they should have won um, and I think again it's just another sign a positive sign for Arsenal um, that they can go on to win the Premier League I know it's early but results like that really do start to make you think that um, maybe the odds are start to swing in Mikel Arteta's uh, way I think as well, it's it's sort of important to say that, you know, Arsenal have had a sort of relative blip of late, you know, two games in a row that they dropped points, Brentford and, and, and Manchester City. Do you think there's a feeling that they've maybe weathered a bit of a storm and to come out the other side of that top of the table against this imperious City side, you know, will that belief in the fan base just maybe start to grow and grow as, as these weeks go by? Yeah, I think so. I think Pep Guardiola mentioned the kind of lack of depth that he has in his squad, which I thought was was a little bit ironic considering he had the likes of Riyad Mahrez on the bench um, at the weekend. Um, Arsenal have the same kind of concerns and they've got players out injured as well. Gabriel Jesus is the, the star striker 
of course, and he hasn't been around for a couple of months. And I think when you consider Hazus his absence, um, Thomas Party again, he's struggling with injuries. You've got to say Arsenal have done have done pretty well um, to weather the storm, as you said. Um, and I think once Arsenal get those players back, the likes of Jesus and Party as well, um, I do think they're going to be. Uh, it's going to make them even stronger, of course. So, uh, yeah, I think Arsenal really are showing all the skills and qualities they need uh, to win the Premier League. And I, I've got to say, they're they're really they're really kind of weathering the storm. I think that's a, a good phrase. I'm gonna I'm gonna steal it from you there. But yeah, it's. Um, so far, so good for Arteta's side. Obviously, it seems every week that we sort of talk about potential midfield replacements uh, in the summer transfer window. You mentioned there Declan Rice, Moises Caicedo, both names that are being touted regularly. We've had a lot of questions this week as well, asking about potential chances of them making a move for Leicester City's Yuri Tielemans. Obviously, we know he's a player who has been linked with Arsenal before. He's been linked with feels as if pretty much every top six side in the Premier League. Is there a chance that they could potentially visit a deal for him in in the summer? Well, you know he has a good agent when he's been linked with every top six side. Uh, I'm, I'm joking. Tillmans is a great player, Belgium international. We know his his qualities. Uh, we know Arsenal have considered him in the past. He's a fantastic player. He's got all those kind of qualities on the ball that you need. I haven't heard of anything ahead of this summer um, in terms of Arsenal kind of approaching him or his representative, but. He's a player who's going to have a lot of interest. So it wouldn't surprise me if they do go back in for him. Um, but from what I understand, I haven't heard anything so far. Another player who's obviously struggling for minutes at the moment is Kieran Tierney. Um, not had a great deal of opportunity, certainly since Alexander Sinchenko came into the side. Uh, there's been talk about his future in recent days. Some reports suggesting that Newcastle United are interested in him. We've got a question here from Vic who's basically asking what's going on there. You know, it really feels as if Tierney not too long ago was being touted as a future Arsenal captain and now we're talking about his potential exit. I mean, can you sort of shed any light on what's going on there? Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to pretend to be a body language expert, but when you see his face uh, on the substitutes bench, he does not look like a happy bunny and it's completely understandable because he was the first choice left back at Arsenal um, since he pretty much joined the club. Um, they bought Alexander Zinchenko in the summer and of course now he's number two left back and it's very difficult for him to to get into the Arsenal team right now. Um, he's come on as a substitute to kind of close out matches in, in recent games, but I don't think Kieran Tierney or any player really wants to play a bit part, even if it does mean Arsenal are going to win the league. Um, I still feel that, you know, you want to be starting week in, week out. Um and I think that's the feeling from Kieran Tierney's side. Whether or not he will look to move on in the summer is another question. I think that's something that he will probably look to decide come May. In terms of Kieran Tierney's future, I think uh, that Newcastle interest is genuine. In fact, we, we know it's genuine. They're in the market for an experienced left-back in the summer. Eddie Howe wants someone to come in to that first eleven who has Premier League experience. And I think Kieran Tierney would be a fantastic signing for Newcastle but the question remains are Arsenal going to sell a player who of course is still of value to them you know to have two good quality left backs I think is important for for any team in the Premier League especially someone challenging for the title um, and with Arsenal looking likely that they're going to qualify for the Champions League next season I think it might be important for for them to keep Tierney at the club. But we'll have to wait and see. But yeah, that Newcastle interest is certainly genuine. 